The Nationals are set to shock the world. They take game two in demanding fashion. Let's talk all about it. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Talking Baseball. My name is John Boy. I'm coming to you from New Jersey, and I got my co-host, Jake, coming to you from Denver, rocking yellow-tinted glasses and a blue sweater, and he's got hair on top of his head. Jake, how you doing? Pretty accurate description, James. I'm doing well, man. I'm ready to eat some crow. Uh, I'm enjoying it. I've... I've got a lot of thoughts. Oh, wow. Holy shit. Yeah. Buckle up. Dude, I wrote down a couple notes. I'm like, <laughs> I'm freaking, I'm loaded. And I'm literally uh, loaded up and sipping the syrup. How many of um, your notes are spin zones and apologies to the Washington, D.C. crowd? None. None at all. Um, okay. Wow. I, uh, I will not apologize. Um, and I've I've even got compliments for myself from the Washington people. So, so your your notes are just full of thank you. Your notes are just full of compliments. Just it's I just write down compliments to myself. No man, there's so many storylines for this series and for individual players that are just becoming so awesome. Uh, that's just really exciting. So yeah, it was a. Uh, pretty wild it's crazy i mean even just getting back in the box score this morning and seeing 12 to 3 and then looking at the fact that it was 2 to 2 into the 7 yeah it doesn't like, it doesn't holy matter holy crap uh, aj hinch actually said a quote like it was a good game in three terrible innings it wasn't like a terrible game which is you know one inning can make or break your game but i understand right. i kind of actually like my initial reaction was like shut up hinch come on and then I was yeah. like, you know what, though? Once the game was out of hand, it, it, who cares about those last runs? Like that Michael Taylor home run and shit? Like, I don't care. Right. But I, I think more importantly, it's something that you and I have been harping on. And if if people kind of haven't known what we've been saying, but like every, every baseball game has these little moments where an inch fair, an inch foul, or pitch off the plate, or if you're Alex Bregman, an inch off your glove. Um, I mean, it just changes a whole dynamic of the series, and I I think last night had a, a lot of those examples too. I have uh, like one scalding take to come away from yesterday. Oh my god! Uh, I wish Adam Eaton was a likable dude off the field so, because his play on the field is exact is so likable. Right. What does all the Adam Eaton? Because I mean, I I don't even fully know this, but I know you've been saying it for a little while. It comes from his White Sox days, or what? Yeah, uh, Todd Frazier said no one likes Adam Eaton. And right. Todd Frazier has a reputation for being one of the nicest guys in baseball. And you will never hear someone say anything bad about Todd Frazier. And then Ozzie Guillen also says, like, yeah, no one likes Adam Eaton. And I think he's just like, I think he's just like a hardo. Yeah, and then uh, they got into like a little like tiff and Adam Eaton said like, I got a mortgage to pay off, dude. It's <laughs> <was> like, what? <laughs> what? So anyway, but his play on the field, like in the first inning, when he just slapped that pitch past Bregman down the third baseline, I was like, hell yes, Adam Eaton. Nice. I love yeah. I love that approach. So I'm in a well, bind that, there. That, Light switch that was guy the for me. That was the compliment I was going to give myself that I I knew um that i knew you will have my back on jimmy it's that i'm the best no it's that i've been on the adam eaton nationals train from day one um i i just thought he was the key to unlocking this offense trey turner won me over and i've got a lot of stuff on trey turner too but adam eaton was the guy in the top of that lineup that it was like one of these things is not like the other and that's that's not a shot at Adam Eaton, but Rendon, Soto, and I mean Trey Turner doing his thing. Adam Eaton, when when he's doing what he's doing, that unlocks the whole offense. Yeah, someone in uh, Jeff Jeff in the chat just said he's the Nats Gardner, and uh, the the MLB 
thinks that Gardner is this big hardo red ass, but he's actually the team jokester and prankster, and everyone loves yeah, him. Yeah, I the mean clubhouse. they're they're talking <clears throat> on the field. I think. Yeah, I wish Gardner played like Eaton on the field this postseason. Yeah, well, that's so. tough. He had a great year <laughs> in the postseason. I said, Jake. Yeah, I know. I said the postseason. You did. Okay. Jeez. Wow. Strasburg's a story. There's a lot of stories. We have, we have a burn. Oh, before we get into the burn, how do we yeah. want to handle like all this news? The uh, the first off day of the World Series is a notorious news dump day right. because you don't want to take away anything from a World Series game. So you wait till the first off day, which is today, Thursday. So we got the Mets hired Girardi. Ross is going to the Cubs. Padres hired a guy named Tingler. Uh, fucking that umpire Drake, the only umpire with a beard, uh, said he was going to get a gun and start a civil war yeah. if uh, they impeach Trump. Um, Eric Eric Cooper, the ump, passed yeah. away, and then you have the Taubman stuff with the Astros. Uh, they handled it terribly. So there's a lot going on right now. It sucks that the Rob Drake stuff there is is terrible uh, because Rob Drake looks like an idiot. Yeah, the Eric Cooper stuff's terrible because someone passed away before they should have. And then the Taubman stuff's terrible because you, you got, like, sexism. You know, you got a lot of stuff going Messy on in the MLB. It's all of it, yeah. The, yeah, uh, they're, like, touching all the touchy topics. And then you have the Padres hiring a guy who has never really coached before in the MLB. So do, you, do we want to talk about any of this today? No, it's for another time. It's World okay. Series season. Um, I'm sorry. I mean, the man, the managers and stuff, that'll wait. I, I think that'll even be a fun episode. I think we can do some fun games off of that, like which, which managers we like the most. Yeah. Um, uh, the Houston stuff, I mean, we covered a little bit. It's obviously not really the voice of this show, but it's it's awful. They slaughtered the whole thing. And, I mean, maybe I'll throw some backhanded insults at them uh, throughout episodes going forward. But I, I mentioned – you know, storylines and, and things we talked about a little bit, Jim, and I, I think there'd be some really good clips. I don't know if we want a uh, sick worker bill on it, but you and I were talking about the Astros about to become the bad guys, and with that assistant GM, they became the bad guys overnight. Dude, I, I, I wanted to tweet out last night. I've been doing a lot of tweeting, and before sure. I hit send, I delete it. Because I okay. just like don't want to start that, and so right. many people don't understand like my tone anymore because I have a lot of new followers. I wanted to tweet. What's the guy's name? Taubman. Taubman. I wanted to tweet out. I wonder if Taubman knows this is entirely his fault. Yeah. Like, does he know? Yeah. But then there's yeah. even people that will listen to the show on YouTube that will be like, "Do you really think it's Taubman's fault?" And yeah. leave a stupid comment. So you can't you can't just fucking catering to dumb people every day of my life now. It sucks. Yeah. But That's yeah, I mean, Taubman should be, you know, he should be giving himself swirlies. He ruined yeah. the Astros. There, there was a couple couple tweets out there that they were like, yeah, and you thought an assistant GM couldn't affect the team. Um, <laughs> yeah. But no, I, I, I truly do think that a and, you know, I'll, I'll take I'll take a dig at myself. I talked about how the Astros, you know, they were the better team um, and they went through the Yankees, so now they're going to go through this. And maybe there is some Yankees bias attached, but the Astros have been playing like they had my same attitude. Like, they came out and they were just like, well, we're the Astros, we're at home, you know, roll damn tide. Yeah, Verlander and, uh, and Cole will do a thing and we'll get three runs and it'll be good. Yeah, and that's... uh. And and they kind of got straight embarrassed. So it'll be interesting to see if they can change the narrative. If it's if there is a swing or a game or a moment that can happen. Uh, but right now they are they are the bad guys and they're having a bad time. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of other tweets, you see, I mobilized my followers to kindly tell John Heyman I had a, yeah. a scoop before him. I also tweeted that like five times, then deleted it because I was like, I don't want to do this. And then I was like, right. I do though, because John Heyman's the worst. Yeah, no, we're we're done with Heyman. I uh I went to fully bolt burn the bridge and then I pulled it back a little bit. Still not blocked by Heyman. Uh so he's a good friend of mine. But uh yeah, he's he's awful. Yeah, if you follow John Heyman on Twitter, unfollow him. 
or follow him for comedy's sake because it's just the yeah. dumbest. I think he's probably a good reporter off of Twitter, but he like has no idea what you can and can't tweet as a right. reporter. So whatever. All right, you want to burn this game? I can burn this. Do we uh Patreon Matt Turner? Oh yeah, Matt Turner's our sole newest Patreon wow. joiner. Yeah, well we're doing these shows every day, so it's it's uh, you know, hard to to, to really reel them in. No, thank you Matt Turner. We appreciate you. Go to patreon.com/johnboymedia if you want to support $2 a month. We give away two jerseys each month. Um and you get live access. Hayden's in here, Buck's in here, Boobox in here, uh, and nice. Jeff's in here, and Powerhouse. <laughs> is in here. <laughs> oh, it cracks me up. All right, let's throw it through a quick break, and then we'll come back with Jakey's Burn. All right. Here we go. Jake. World Series game numero two. On your mark, get set, burn! Game two of the 2019 World Series. The Nationals and the artist formerly known as the Asterisk, Steven Strasburg, try to go up two games to none versus the Astros. And Justin, I am the Verlander in H-Town. Top one. Rice, rice, baby. Anthony Rendon, the pride of the Owls. Two RBIs for Tony Two Bags. But bottom one, I am sick of your natitude, young lady. I don't want to brag, man, but Alex just hit a two-run yacker to tie it. Two to two after one. Strasburg and Verlander went on all John Taffer until the seventh because they shut it down until... I'm thinking about getting a sporty motorcycle. Should I get a Honda, a Yamaha, or a Suzuki? Kurt Motors went out of the stadium. 3-2 Nats. Can they hold? They do much more than that. Kendrick, RBI infield single. Pregman. <laughs> <laughs> Always watch out for ass crabs. Astruble Cabrera, RBI single. The pride of the Nats. Ryan Zimmerman, infield single and a throwing error. Pregman. Nats put up a sixth spot in the seventh, a couple more late in the eighth and the ninth. Boogity, boogity. Strasburg to Rodney to Rainey to Guerra. Nats win 12-3 and take the 2-0 lead back to the capital. It was uh, it was looking like a really good game. Jake, the John Taffer. You yeah. usually go music, some actors. It's a lot of music yeah. usually. Throwing a bar rescue in there. Not, not bad. Shut it down. Shut it down. Um, I wanted to say to you something. Nice. And after that, I'll say many other things. Okay. That's kind of the format of the show. I say things to that's, you. Uh, you. Don't say give too much back. away. Yeah, that's the formula right there. No, but I'm stalling right now as I try to remember the thing I wanted to say. Oh, oh no. Bregman. Bregman. Yeah. Um, Bregman. What about him? Since that two run homer, sorry, I sneezed during that burn. Since last year's postseason, right? You on talking Yanks and now talking baseball and me have marveled at Bregman's defense at third and how jealous we were that the Astros have that and how envious because it is such a fucking game changer. And the Yankees got Gio Urshela, who's top tier defensively third baseman can really do some wizardly stuff. Bregman is, but, but Gio does make like the innocent error every now and then Bregman is like as solid as they come at third. And he makes the craziest plays and it it's brutal for him because he was having a bad series offensively. It, we, we marked note, talked about it, how like he was taking a lot of walks. He wasn't getting a lot of hits. There was not a lot of extra base hits at all. So he finally comes through with the home run um crushes that change up from Strasburg. Pimped it. I loved the pimp job. I like Bregman. I like his force thing. You know, I, I Bregman is like Juan Soto to me. People hate them because they are so comfortable being themselves and playing the bad guy a little bit when they have to. So I like those guys. Yeah, that's, him, that's a good call. Bregman's very much in his own skin. Like he's yeah. this this is who he would be if if you saw him at a bar shooting pool, he'd be the same dude. That's the, that's what I like about guys. Like you're like yeah. So anyway, when he hits that home run, I feel good for him because I'm like, okay, that's a monkey off his back. But now the storyline is the errors in that inning, yeah. and uh, 
the second one was a great stop. He should have ate the throw. Um, yeah. But I just it was just interesting that he finally came through offensively, and then the tables like the seesaw effect. Like, well, this is what you get. So, uh, but six sport. It's a six. But that's that's what it comes down to. It's one of the yeah. most solid, best, flashiest third baseman. And that's it's it's where I started. I mean that, you know, the ball ended up in his glove kind of on that first play. It was basically a snow a snow cone. Like he, a most third baseman want to get there. It's like Bregman, Arenado, Chapman. That's and the other thing. Yeah. That's that's where that's where that one inch is a different. If that ball is one inch closer i think it's in the pocket of his glove he throws to second for the force out if that ball is one inch further away it probably goes past him and you're like oh look at the effort by bregman but (laughs) he basically snow cones it can't get it um that inning starts to unravel and that's why he ends up forcing the throw later uh because you're just trying to do anything to get off the field and then if i remember correctly if it was either that inning or the next inning there was another like swinging bunt um that he actually made a nice play on to end the inning. I think it was the same one. And it's just like, man, if if you don't think there's something as real as as the baseball gods, you know, finding you when they want to, I look at that inning. And and I also want to note that if Bregman makes both of those plays, they're spectacular plays. We're like, holy shit, Bregman did it yeah. again. So it's hard to like blame him. You right. know what I mean? It's hard to be like Bregman lost the inning because he didn't. They would have been in crazy plays. But but Bregman usually makes those. Or yeah. not the second one. He usually he, the second one he should have just ate. Yeah, I mean he he was trying to make up for one there, but uh, no brutal and I, man, you know what the part that sucks the most for me with uh, the the Bregman plays because that that is going to be a big focus today. You know. Um, Bregman, well, A, Cole Verlander getting beat back-to-back. That hasn't happened this season. Um, but what's going to get overlooked so much, and they were trying to, like, bring it back in, but there's too many good storylines around it. Fucking Kurt Suzuki, dude. Um, Kurt Suzuki tied 2-2 game. It's been locked up that way since the first inning, and he catches a Verlander high home run. He's got great numbers versus Verlander. Did and you? He... Sorry. I I I was just going to say he's part of this storyline I've fallen in love with that we've talked about some of the old national guys and you know this is something I do on baseball reference anyways but I mean when you start thinking about some of the paths that these guys have been on and just written off and like Kurt Suzuki's first MLB season was 2007 on the A's their DH that year was Mike Piazza like it's it's insane. It's insane. Kurt Suzuki hits that home run that in in theory, if the wheels don't fall off and if the Nationals bullpen would have held, which God, that was gonna be so exciting. Rodney coming into that game. Um, but the Nats took all the fun out of it. And Bragman. How old is uh Ass Crabs? Uh Ass Crabs, if I had to guess, he's a guy that like feels and looks older than he is. I'd guess he's like thirty three. Crush it. He is 33. Nice. One point, one point Jake. Nice. So a uh, 33-year-old had three RBIs. 30-year-old had two RBIs. And Rendon's, what, 28? 29. Uh, 29, that. that's not, yeah. That's not that young. No. But they're an old team, and it's pretty cool that they're doing it. And Suzuki is, what, 30, 100? Uh, he was 23 in 2007. Cause that's 36. I know, 36. But... 36. Not good with my parents' middle names, but I know that. What is your mom's middle name? Uh, Linda Karen. 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 So I go to Carol in HR. Um, um, yeah. Two to two. I was like, damn, this is like a repeat of the Yankees Astro series. Yankees took game one, and then it's tied at two going later into the game. But... What was Verlander's miles per hour at? Because the fastball that Suzuki hit was 94. Yeah. So I didn't know if he, I didn't know if that was like a get me over fastball. If he, if he has naturally been slowing down the miles per hours as the game went on, if he was never up to full gear Verlander miles per hour. When, when that home run hit and I was like, oh, it was 94. 
I was mad at myself for not paying attention to how fast his fastball was all game. Yeah, um, because, yeah, I feel like he was floating around 95. Let me see if I can... um, Howie Kendrick, it looks like he was a little below. Estrubal Cabrera, 94-94. Zimmerman. Uh, I guess we didn't see him dial it up, and maybe that is part of the story, because he he has been sitting kind of around 94-95, but if he still needs one, you could see him put a 97 up there. Um, it looks like he had a 96 in the fifth, but again, like I'm, I'm very much hunting these out at this point. And, uh, yeah, it's, uh, and <laughs> it's so nuts with baseball. Cause like, you know what? The Astros could turn it on with one switch and they could be that dominant Astros team that we thought we were going to see this series. Like seven games is a long time in baseball if it goes that far. Um, but I, I teased you a little bit with this, Jim, and I, I, I don't know if we brought this to Talking Baseball or if this was just on Talking Yanks, but there was a bad storyline with the Astros team. Never mind all the, like, real-life bad stuff that came out. But, you know, Garrett Cole's going to be a free agent. Justin Verlander isn't the spring chicken he used to be. I mean, we saw that road start on short rest in Tampa. We're talking about his miles per hour right now. Zach Grinky makes a lot of money, and he's old too. So there's a world where, you know, if 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 the Astros do go down this series, it's like, okay, Cole's gone. I don't think there's even a discussion he's coming back to Houston. Verlander, I mean, is, is he aging? And it, more so is he just not Justin Verlander that's blinded us for the past two years. And Grinky, I mean, he's good, but it's kind of Zach Grinky. Like, we haven't been scared of him this postseason. He's also getting older. Um, big start for him coming up. They're, I think they'll be fine. They have Springer. Like, their, their hitters are great, and they, they have clearly are fine with paying money to go get pitching. I think they'll be in on Cole, but I don't, I don't think they land Cole, <clears throat> but we'll see. But, uh, the Verlander thing's crazy, man, and and it just sucks because obviously Verlander's still a very good pitcher, but he's not a a, a sure thing <clears throat> for the last two seasons. A sure thing, still gonna win the Cy Young and all that. But Katie Sharp had a really good I think tweet. Cole might get him. Yeah, well, one I was saying one of them is still yeah. gonna win it, like despite this. Well, Katie Sharp had a really good tweet that Bubak is sharing with me in the chat. I saw yesterday, but Astros lost back to back games started by Justin Verlander and Garen Cole. Twice. April 2nd and 3rd at Texas and June 18th and 19th in Cincinnati. It never happened in Houston. So this is the first time all season Verlander and Cole lost back-to-back games in Houston. It's crazy. It's crazy to think that... It's crazy to think that that happened. (laughs) I mean, really. Like, I don't know how I'll say Like, if you're a Houston fan, you're sitting pretty. You're sitting so pretty. Uh, Slap in the face. Um, Alvarez gets out of his slump still. I mean, I don't know what what else. What are the other talking points here besides? So I got Strasburg. We haven't mentioned him at all. We need to mention Strasburg. Yeah, Strasburg locks in again. The formerly known as the asterisk. Um, dude's dealing. Dude's one of the best postseason starting pitchers of the asterisk was not a knock on Strasburg. It was just it was just there. It was just he just didn't have enough games. Now he has more than enough games. Him and his beard are the real deal. If you uh, if you like small sample size and playoff start stuff, Justin Verlander is now zero and five in World Series starts. I hate um, that stuff. Yeah, it's it's a tight sample, but it's it's what we got for six World Series starts in Justin Verlander. It's not what you'd expect, and that's why there's what's sad. his like ERA and stuff because like when I think it's in the fives. Well, that's bad. Yeah. Uh, so it's, I mean, it's a real thing. It, it, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm one of the kings of chopping up stats, and that sucks, especially everything else around Verlander. But, um, I mean, Dude, it's, it's the, he has a wanna. five five seven three ERA in thirty three innings in the World Series. Want to know a little secret? Sure. This dude, Jose Altuve. Yes. Is so good. Yeah. Uh, I think. I mean, I've said this. I don't know. If I said it on this show, I had to. He is the head of the snake for me. Yeah. And I think he was injured last playoffs. He was playing on like a bum leg or I don't know if it was last leg, year. Last year as a whole. Yeah. 
but especially in the playoffs. If he wasn't, I think he, they beat the Red Sox. I think he is dynamite in the playoffs. He's so fun to watch. He had three hits yesterday, Jake. Yeah. He's so good. Yeah. He's great. Um, and, yeah, you you and I, I think we did this on there. I mean, I think Springer, and they lose yesterday, Springer does nothing, and he, he, he goes underrated. He had that hard-hit ball that Turner picked. Oh, my God. Um, and, yeah, that's – so this, this spins into – to one of my theories, well, a there's so many storylines. Let give, me give us some of your uh, notes uh, already. Yeah, dude, uh, I, I'm about I'm about to roll, so stay with me. So, a okay. we've got the old guys and just this old team, right? We've yeah, we've I, already I done a, this. I have a question. Sure. Do you have like bullet pointed notes or are they long notes? Because uh, bullet points. Okay, so can you like once we get into the bullet points, let me know. You give me one bullet point, I'm gonna respond. With the drop. Okay. 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 So this this is one of the bigger overlying ones. Um, just all the old guys on the team. Um, but like Kurt Suzuki, they interviewed him after the game. Tom Verducci, which A, if you like good comedy, watch Tom Verducci do an interview. Okay. It's the most dramatic thing you'll ever see. But so they interviewed Kurt Suzuki and he goes... Yeah, you know, we're uh we're we're this kind of group of older guys, you know, Los Viejos. And he looks at Tom Verducci like he just said the punchline of a hilarious joke. And Verducci didn't even respond. And then Kurt Suzuki goes, and yeah, we played a good game, blah, blah, blah. But it's just like that's part of this team that they're kind of old guys that aren't like hilarious. <laughs> like it's the whole baby shark thing. <laughs> Car accident. Because that joke was a car accident. Okay. They have a dad vibe to them. We said this earlier. Like, they're having so much fun, but it's old man fun. Yeah. Kurt, like, Kurt Howie Suzuki. Kendrick and, and Eaton doing the car doing thing. Doing the race is, car, yeah. Is such like a, like, that's not cool. But it's cool because it's so uncool. Yes, and no again, twenty-year-old is watching that, thinking like, "Damn, those guys are cool." Yeah, that's <laughs> it's, badass. It's dad. It's dad humor. Baby shark, all that. And it, it, he turned. I can't emphasize this enough. He looks at Verducci and he goes, "Los viejos." And there's a pause, and Verducci's like, "That's that's not even a joke." And Kurt Suzuki's like, "Okay, yeah, you're right. That's not funny at all." Okay, so that's that's part of the recurring old guy storyline and part of that storyline that this is a generic one but you know it's it's Kurt Suzuki Howie Kendrick like how many teams Fernando Rodney how many teams passed on these guys this offseason because it's the new age of baseball where it's like am I gonna really sign Kurt Suzuki or should I just give our 24 year old AAA catcher a shot for for less money like there's so much money so much of that around baseball this year that I think that's the thing all right Next. Secondary follow-up. I mentioned this when I was talking about the Yankees starting pitching after Tanaka shoved. We, when I talked about the Nationals, we both said that like these teams are similar, but it just seemed like the Astros were better in every aspect. Like They're starting pitching. I guess that one was kind of a coin flip, but you lean Cole and Verlander because they're Cole and Verlander. Um, and it just seems like all these guys have a little fuck you to them that are like, no, we are just as good. That Soto dude is the most special dude on the field. Uh, Rendon, he's not a fake MVP. He's he's just his own guy, and Trey Turner's just as good. Um, and Adam Eaton, an angry guy. So I think there's that. Okay. That one is going to be... Thunder. A storm yeah. of anger. Okay. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Um... <laughs> really through throwing you with these huh yeah no you're uh you're throwing all right so this one is the silliest and i think the most fun one i have okay didn't say it yet prepping anthony rendon yeah we need to talk about this fucking guy yeah um a the ice in his veins stuff is just unbelievable. How relaxed he looks is ridiculous. B, there's an Anthony Rendon day in Houston 
from Why? being on because he was on Rice and he grew up in Houston. Like he's a Houston guy. So he's going against like his city and he's doing it, which A, that's cool, but B, this is what I think you'll like. So I was trying to figure out Rendon. Yeah. I was like, who is this dude? His, he's a monk. Sp- speaking of playing incredible defense at third base, the plays he's been making are unbelievable, never mind what he's doing with the bat. Anthony Rendon, and this ties into the, the Astros just being slightly better than the Nats, Anthony Rendon is the second best player on your Little League team. Are you with me? I would need more. Okay. So I feel like the second best kid on the Little League team, he's like, I don't know, he like really talented, but it almost seems like he doesn't care. Um, and it, he's just like, he's smooth and he's good. He's like never rushed. Like it's never like, oh, let let me make that crazy play, but if I'm forced to, I'll make it. And it mm-hmm. just seems like... He's that dude, and like almost having Soto and having Harper there for the previous years, it like he likes that. Like he's he's there to do his thing. If you want to give the attentions to the other guys, but he's just calm, cool, collected at all times, and he has this look like he doesn't care, but he really does, <laughs> and he's awesome. So on the outside, he's like a monk, but on the inside. You think he's like this? Ah! Not fully, but I know you wanted to use that sound. Yeah, so that's I won't, uh, won't poop sound it. effect we have. That's just ah! our best sound. <laughs> but dude, it, you you go up and up and down the team, and there's just dude Ryan Zimmerman. Are you kidding me? Know what the look Ryan Zimmerman has on his face? That I was once the number one pick for this team. I was the future of this team, and. The first, look guy to on hit his, a, first guy to hit a home run in the World Series for the team. That look you see on his face of, like, focus and deep breathing, I think is like a young Ryan Zimmerman being like, oh, I'm going to be the future of this franchise. We're going to win titles. They're going to retire my jersey. And then that kind of passed him. And now he's here, and he's like, holy shit. Like, I am not blowing this. Like, that's the look on his face. Um and dude, it's just it's everywhere. Strasburg, he used to be a phenom. Then he kind of got overlooked and almost like disliked by baseball. Um, Scherzer, this is his chance to win a World Series. That's the generic one. Soto, the most special dude in the game now. Um, it's it's unreal. Yeah, it is. And all of this I mean, could go to shit if the Astros turn it on for a couple games. Astros have to win game three. Yeah. Must win. Granky in a must win. Yes. You think they can? Absolutely. Cor- is Corbin going? No, they're going Anibal, then Corbin. Anibal? Anibal. I hope Anibal. Wow, Anibal versus Granky. That's kind of a fun matchup. Yeah, dude. Talk- and that's. Well, what's let's, the let's top? What's the, what's the hardest pitch thrown there? Like 93, maybe? Yeah, Granky turns one up with a big grunt. Um, what what else what else is there on game two? Because maybe we kick it before uh, we go Verlander to game. threw the ball at his own foot. And that was really funny. That was pretty wild. Yeah, really nice play. A uh, really nice play. Damn, Verlander got Ver- in the way. Verlander the entire game didn't um, didn't he wasn't throwing like the fuck you fastballs. He wasn't. I never like because I he's my favorite pitcher to watch. Right, that's not a Yankee. I mean, if he was, he'd be my favorite pitcher to watch when on. Right, like I still like watching Verlander on more than watching Cole, just because he just has this bravado about him. Right, where like I'm gonna open you up with high fastballs, and then you're gonna be sitting off speed, and I'm just gonna throw a fastball right down middle middle. And you're not right. going to hit it. It's like so. Uh, he's my favorite pitcher to watch, and I didn't ever get that feeling. And Astros fans are are every, anything you say about the Astros, they think you hate their team. So I was excited to like show them, like, right. no, I love Verlander and make some gifts, but we never really got that performance. It yeah, never it, felt like, Ver, oh, this is Verlander's game. Even though he did pitch good, up, I mean, he had six innings, two earned runs, and all that, but it just never felt like that for me. 
I mean, little things, and some people could argue this isn't a little thing, he opened up with a four-pitch walk. It's only the third time in his career he's ever done that. Well, I I mean, and I I say this not because I care, but because it's close to fact. They re-upped a lot of pine tar after that. You could see... um, Chirinos come out in his shin pad. Did you see that? There's before and after. No. His shin pad was just fucking loaded up. And then his chest protector was loaded up and the back of his glove was loaded up. It was like the scene in like major league where like they got like three different kinds of goops all over him. Sure. And, and I don't care. I, I do think yeah, that don't care ML, I do think MLB, what Trevor Bauer was saying, like firmly say it's allowed and put a bit of pine tar behind yeah. the mound, just like the rosin bag. But this limbo area where everyone's like, are they going to call him out? You know, like, is annoying. Because clearly, no one cares. Right. Every the, uh, Paxton was using it the same way Verlander was when the Yankees played. It was on their hats. But uh, yeah. I love looking for it. And, like, yeah, they, they geared up afterwards. It was pretty funny. Either way, and I mean, he gives up two runs that inning. But either way, don't open up with a four-pitch walk, which I don't think he'd done since, like, 2009 or something like that. Really? Yeah, it it it's insane. Um and and again that that's the other part of this and you know I'm I'm starting to that whole speech you heard me go on a couple minutes ago was me starting to write the 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 Nationals World Series DVD. Um the other side of this is the Astros. Cole loses his winning streak. Verlander and Cole hadn't been beaten back to back. Um I you know they had didn't they lose a lead last game? And that was the first time they, they lost a 2 nothing plus lead. I think they were 52-0 and or something like that. Um, if you're the Astros, they hadn't intentionally walked anyone all year, and then they walk Soto, and then that inning goes off. The Astros have a lot of stuff, like, caving in on them right now. I mean, it's, uh, it's tough times for Houston, but they're feeling what we felt a little bit. Yeah, enough time to win, though. I mean, if you win tonight, oh, absolutely, you're you're fine. But who are they going to go to in Game Four? Bullpen day, or bullpen day, Peacock bullpen, and then it would be Corbin, and then it would be Corbin Game Four. Yeah, hard to put it any other way. Nationals are sitting pretty. Yeah, but it's it's, and I I think this is the whole mantra about how how quickly a series can turn. So say the Astros come out, Grinky has a great performance, the offense brings it, they win game three. That game four becomes the next teeter point. Because if the Astros can find a way to win that bullpen day, which, spoiler, they did against the Yankees, now you're getting back to Cole and Verlander. <laughs> so uh, a series can turn quick. Uh, this game three, we've talked about the importance of a game three. Um, yeah, Let's, I mean, the uh... Nats can... Nats can drive the stake. Let's take a quick break, and we'll talk about Game 3 a little more. All right, Game 3, Jake. We won't have an episode tomorrow on Friday. Enjoy your Fridays. Uh, We'll have one on Saturday morning recapping the Friday game. Game three, it's a must win for Houston, and everyone knows that. It is Granky versus Anibal. Anibal Sanchez. Anibal Sanchez had a no-hitter against the Cardinals for a long time. Two older guys again. First World Series game in Washington, D.C. ever. I expect a good turnout and a fun crowd. I'm excited about that. We'll see. The Nationals fans, they emote hard we've learned that they're either like the most miserable crowd or so into it there's very much in between which is cool yeah they they interviewed uh dave martinez after the game uh scott van pelt did and uh like dave martinez it wasn't a corny scott van pelt because he's he's from uh like the dc area he's a fan of a lot of those teams and he was like, Scott Van Pelt's like, man, that city's going nuts. Like, I, you know, it's it's not a joke. Like, the wild card game was intense. That the clinching game was intense. Uh, he's like, what what do you think the environment's gonna be like for for Game Three in the Capitol? 
And Dave Martinez got like genuinely emotional. He was like, yo, these, <laughs> these people have been going crazy. Uh, I mean, he, he ended up saying the generic stuff that you expect a manager to say, but, uh, yeah, man, that, that place is going to be nuts. Like there's a chance. I mean, Houston could roll. Um, by the way, Anibal Sanchez's rookie year, uh, 2006 Florida Marlins. Who was his manager on that team, Jim? Joe Girardi. Joe Girardi, who who just made the news recently. Um, One manager of the year that year. It's uh, um, <laughs> Not in 06, they had a losing record. Um, but I think Did, after Didn't that. he only manage the Marlins for one season? He took 2007 um, off, went to Yes Network, then 2008 he was the Yankees manager. But yeah, he didn't win the manager of the year that year, though. I thought he did. Well, now I got to click that. Um, but yeah, Anibal Sanchez and Grinky, two, two just old, <laughs> like, I don't know. It's kind of, I, it'll be interesting, interesting to see Zach Grinky's first year was in 2004. Holy smokes. Um, yes. He won manager of the year in 2006. He only managed the Marlins for one year. It was that year. And it was a big deal because he won manager of the year and then didn't come back because he didn't like management. They brought in Jack McKean. How did he win manager of the year? Because I think the Marlins were trying to lose and he was good. I got to was fired after the season. Later. Joe Girardi won manager of the year in 2016, then was let go. He was one game away from the World Series in 2017 and then was let go. Tough times. Damn. Good luck, Phillies. I think it'll be a good fit out there. Good. God. Should be the Girardi course. He'll come in, he'll be good, and then he'll wear the players out three, four years, and he'll move on. Yeah. Y'all. Yo, he's got a topper, Rob Thompson, as his bench coach. So that's, like, nice. Topper... What, uh, where are you at with Grinky? Um, well, Grinky has seen the Nationals, which is kind of interesting, right? Because he was in the National League for a while. So I was trying to see if he saw him this year. And let me see. Let me see if he faced them this year. I, I'm not really that down on Grinky. Yeah, he, he had one start against them, 7.1 innings pitched, two hits, zero earned runs. Damn, back on June 13th. Nationals lineup was Trey Turner, Adam Eaton, Rendon, Soto, Suzuki, Para, Dozer, Robles. Not bad. I mean, you got a lot of guys there. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Um, trying to see if anyone's good numbers versus him. And Suzuki does. Ass Crabs does. Rendon. Wow. One for 12. Ooh. We also got Granky hitting. Right. Which is fun. I, I actually I have I have like some faith in Granky here. Is there is there a discussion that um like if this was talking Strohs, I feel like Jordan Alvarez would be a talking point. You can't you don't start him in the field, right? You still roll with Guriel and then you bring him in to pinch hit at some point. Yeah. Yeah, you have to. Yeah. Um, Granky's career batting average is 225. He's got a career 600 OPS. Nine home runs. Not bad. He had three home. What? Granky hit three home runs in this season. It's a beast. That's pretty cool. Do you think Zach Granky still remembers anything Jason Grimsley taught him from that 04 Royals team he was on? No, I do not. I don't think he remembers Jason Grimsley at all. I think he um, made a cognitive effort to never remember Jason Grimsley. Joe Randa had the second highest war on that team, um, the Joker. So there's some Damn. 2019 themes. One of the home runs Granky hit was off of Adam Warren. Bummer. No, I think the question here is, with bullpen day being the Astros strategy in game four, 
And with these being must wins, right? How many at bats do they let Granky get? Because they need him to eat innings to save some bullpen for game four. So if it's close in the fifth inning and the pitching spot comes up with some men on base, do they pinch hit Granky to try and drive those in with Alvarez? And then you have to use four innings of bullpen when that's kind of your strategy for the next day. So when, how long does, does Granky last in this game and how many at bats does he get? And all that shit is kind of going to be interesting to me. Yeah, that will be interesting to watch. Um, and for the Astros, I, I think something they have going in their favor because they're known as this analytical team is that I don't know if you saw the Hinch interview after the game, but he basically answered it very Houston analytically and Hinch Hinchley, if you will. He was just like, yeah, I mean, the it, the game happened. It, he basically looked at it as like a probabil- probability and statistics program. He's like, yeah, you know, there there was... They're a good team. They played their game. We played our game. Uh, we have to go to Houston and win. And uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see uh, you know what what rumors come from that that Houston flight. If the team was really focused, if they stayed loose, if if someone gave a speech, they had a players um, only meeting. Did you know that? Oh yeah, yeah. Verland, Verlander and Altuve led it, and according to uh, someone, they said everything that needed to be said which I'm sure was, we're a good team. This is nothing. We just got to start blah, blah, and blah. Uh, don't lose faith. Uh, let's go get him. Did you see when I threw the, Zach, the ball at my leg? Zach Grinke was talking about you know him and Benito Santiago's relationship from the 0-4 Royal season. Oh, he's a big Benito fan. Like they, they Nobody have... bring up Jason Grimsley. Yeah, yeah. No, him and Benito, they have like one story together. Like, yeah, me and Benito, we went to 7-Eleven once. We saw some shit. Oh, I like that's that. That's all. That's all. They never hung out again, but like one time, like, it was like, holy. Tony Graffinino was on that team. Um, no, but nobody fucking liked Tony Graffinito, Jake. Everyone liked Tony Graffinino. Are you kidding me? Yeah, that's probably true. Where are you at with this series? Like, do you think the Nats are going to win? Yes, I do. <laughs> Is that a dumb question? Um, I mean, come on. Yeah, I think the Nats are going to win the series. They yeah, stun them. It's they just funny a, to say. They <laughs> took a Verlander game. They took a Cole game. Um, you know, we all, you and I thought, you were very much thought that the Astros would win this series. I was like, I think it's going to be a close series. I think the games are going to be close, but I think the Astros win it. Nationals stun, stun the world. Uh, Nationals fans had faith. Nats here. Um, and right now they've won me over. Sure. I'll flip-flop in the breeze. If the Astros win the next two, you might get a different answer. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. And that's 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 what uh, you and I laugh because, you know, pre- it's it's not a prediction game uh, because this game will... <laughs> This game will chew you out and spit you out pretty quick. Anibal Sanchez almost threw a no-hitter last round. Um, Anibal. But, yeah, I mean, the, the, the Astros, game three is a must-win. That's pretty obvious. That's not hot takey. Um, but I'll tell, I'll tell you what, if they do win game three, the pressure goes right back to the Nationals, which is insane. Yeah, I was. I wanted to disagree with you, but yeah, if they win Game Three, and then they're bullpen dang Game Four, and the Nats have Corbin, the pressure's on the Nationals to win Game Four. Like you have to win. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. All right. Do you have anything else to say? Do you want to tell people about your glasses? Um, I don't think so. You opened up the show with that, oddly enough. Um, but yeah, you have a good day yesterday. You had we had a day off. Love, love to my Nats fans. I was uh, it was Knicks day yesterday, man. Oh, Knicks yeah. opening night. Oh yeah, if you're a Knicks um, fan, go listen to talking Knicks. They lost a real shocker. Um, they actually Jordan. played a good game for a little bit, and then they, in the fourth quarter, they went on. They let the Spurs go on a 14 and 0 run. Well, that's uh, bad. Bad strategy by them. But uh, no, I'm good. I, I want to love to the Nats, man. I I love what's going on there. I know I was tough on them. Houston was rolling. Um, but uh, yeah, the Nats are fun, man. There, there's good vibe. Lindsay Adler, who covers the Yankees for the Athletic, she was watching the game uh, with her grandparents, and uh, 
she said something kind of silly, and then someone replied and was like, who are they rooting for? And she goes, well, they're Giants fans, but Grandma loves the vibe of this Nats team. And I was like, yeah. Yeah, a bunch of dad jokes. Yeah, absolutely. The Nats are not. Do you think MLB is upset because the Nats aren't catering to the young audience? That image of Strasburg being hugged by Sanchez and Para, and he's kind of got the classic, like, man, I don't really love hugs, but I'm loving this. (laughs) Yeah, and then Scherzer came in at the end. Yeah, and then Look, everyone Scherzer's was having like, a blast. He's a weirdo, man. He's grade A weirdo. <laughs> do you see him running outside the stadium before the game? Yeah, do you just see when they show him in the dugout, he's just like staring? <laughs> he's an interesting fella. Uh, he's a weirdo. I like yeah. him. I like him. Big fan. Good. All right. I'm rooting for the Astros game three. Series-wise, it would it would be cool. Yeah. Um, it's either it's either that or Nats just dump truck them. Nah, I don't want that. I want a series. It'd but be you're cool right. to watch Verlander and Cole get a second shot. Yeah. Cole if was looking sad in the dugout yesterday. Fan. Yeah. Kept showing Dude, he him. hasn't lost since May. Yeah. Me neither, if we're being like real honest. Yeah, that's fair. I haven't I haven't lost since like, I don't know, long time. Are we counting your softball games? That's what I was going back to. And that's yeah. like 2017. Yeah. So. And I was pretty good. you were good. on the bump for a lot of those, too. Oh, yeah. I was on the bump, yeah. Yeah, shoot the middle. I fucking dare you. Make a hell of a play. I would love if you tried to shoot the middle right now. Yeah. Old guy shoots the middle, fucking pick it off, throw him. I was like, so sorry, so sorry. I'm like, oh, I fucking, I loved it. Shoot the middle again. He loved it. Yeah. That ends the show. Thanks for hanging out with us. We'll be back Saturday morning to recap game three and preview game four. And Jake is going to, uh, you'll see.